0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 1127 of Horse Tip Daily. Your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Brought to you today by EquestrianCollections.com. Greetings horse people, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Total Saddle Fit Training Tip of the Week on the Dressage Radio Show. Show co-hosts Reese Kofler-Stanfield and Philip Parks answer a listener question about exercises that you can use to improve your horse's weaker side in the flying change. This is probably going to be useful for English and Western folks, so tune in right after this from EquestrianCollections.com.
0: Hi, Glenn here, and we are back with Debbie from Equestrian Collections with the Equestrian Collections product of the week.
2: Hi, Glenn. This week, uh, it's show season, and this week I'm featuring some hair bows for the little lead line kids. Um, uh, We just had Upperville, the Upperville Horse Show here um, just this month, and it made me think about things for the, the, the little rider. And so I found these Shire's hair bows. It comes under the name Shire's, Hair bows, and they come in a multitude of very exciting and cute colors to match those outfits for your lead liners. It comes in blues and pinks, and little horses on it. And they're um, they're very easy to attach, and they're heat sealed, so they're quality. They're you know they're ready to wear. They're high quality. They will hold their look. Um, I don't know, in Upperville, it was pouring down rain. I don't, know. I don't know how well they did with that, but I'll bet they did great. <laughs> um, so if you're looking for something to dress up your lead liners outfit, take a look at the Shire's Hair Bows.
0: And, of course, you can find those at equestriancollections.com. Just search for Shire's Hair Bows at equestriancollections.com.
2: And happy showing.
0: This product highlight was produced by the Horse Radio Network. Listen to all of our shows at horseradionetwork.com.
3: Philip, this week we have the total saddle fit tip of the week is us, you and me. A listener, yeah. uh, listener sent we got us a email. Listener
0: email, yay, Love, loving it. What do we got? All right, I'm gonna read this. Uh, I have a 17 hand Swedish and gelding that we're schooling fourth level. He is currently nine. I bought him four years at training level. And he's a big horse. I always struggle with a little bit with the balance, and as we move through the levels. My question is about the horse taking a shorter stride in one direction on in the changes. My trainers noticed that he jumps shorter behind on the right to left change, i.e., with his left hind, than he does on the on the left to right change with uh, with his right hind. He's a little slow off the left hind in general, but it's really showing. It's really showing up in the change. We managed in three and four tempies, but I know he'll need to be more even behind when we school the ones and twos. Do we have any exercises or suggestions on how to work on this? I love flying changes questions.
1: I know
3: I do too, <laughs> but they can be technical. I do too. I really love them and actually, I have the same thing going on uh with a horse. It's the same thing it, well, actually his is the right hind um and it's my working student's horse for the summer and yeah, I think golly, it's a,
0: for for me, it's fairly common I mean yeah. obviously the horses are not always equal in both hind legs and then one's right. a little stronger than the other. So th- I'm just trying to think back. I think it's rarer for it to be left equal hind. right away than it is oh, for yeah. uneven oh, yeah. right away. It's and very so it's very common. It's super, super common. So yeah.
3: Well yeah. and it's always the same hind leg. You know, whatever hind leg that's slow. Yeah, it's you always the have, weak one, right? Yeah, it's You'll, always yeah. the weak one. Uh always. And and actually it's typically I have more right hind weak than left hind weak. So this horse is weak left hind, um, and I always have a harder time with the bigger guys. Uh, I have a a barn full of big guys, so um, you know it's tricky. And you know it always goes back to strength and the ability to quicken that hind leg. Uh, Would you say, Philip? I mean, every time. Yeah.
0: For me, Uh, like you said, with with uh, bigger, slower horses, they they sort of fake you out with collection, right? I yes. think it's more likely that the big guys get get compact, more compact with their gait, but actually slower with it, which is really what you don't want to have. I prefer a little bit of a, a quicker, bigger stride than that that slow, compact, sort of rocking horse kind of thing. So um at first that's really fun to ride and really, you know, easy. But yes. as you do the the flying changes and the pirouettes, that canter drives me crazy. Oh, it's so, hard. It's a so hard makes it difficult, canter,
3: right? Yeah, it's yeah, really really it hard.
0: I prefer a little bit of a you know the smaller, shorter back, quick little guys because they're super in the you know in the in the tempi changes and stuff, and a lot easier in the in the canter sort of work when when you're doing this the changes and and the pirouettes. So, you Agreed. know, that's just a confirmation thing. And me and too. A, and the and a type thing, you know?
3: Um, yeah. So, you you know what? Okay. So
0: we've got a horse, a little short behind. What are we, what are we going to do?
3: So, uh, yeah, great question. I really love it. So one of the things that I do, and, and like I said, we're working through this with a horse right now, uh, really struggles with the left to right change. So it's actually opposite of this horse. Um, but one of the things that we do is a ton of extension collection. Uh, and I'm just more visualizing the horse that I have in training right now who, uh, has a very, very good extended canter. He really is active in the extended canter. You go to collected canter and he's been allowed for a long time to stay behind the aids and a long time to get slow. So I literally told my little working student, I'm like, if his canter is at all pleasant, it's not quick enough. So that's one of the things that we're doing is we're really, I mean, I tell her, I'm like, I want to see his hind legs
1: on fire.
3: So that's really important. I want to see his hind legs on fire and I want to see him really, really active and sharp. So that's one of the things that we do is that he has to be sharp and quick. So we do a lot of extension collection and then we do a lot of yielding. So in the canter and we do a half pass to leg yield to half pass to leg yield so that we can really strengthen that hind leg and make that hind leg a lot quicker. So that is one thing that we do. Um, and then, uh, again, just being able to do a lot of transitions, canter walk counter canter walk and really paying attention to the activity of that horse's hind leg. So, Philip, how about you?
0: Uh, yeah, I think this, that's great already. Um, what I like to I I think I did this a little bit with you on that young horse when I was there,
2: mm-hmm.
0: is I like to introduce um, a little bit of the pirouette work Mm -hmm. So I like to go um, sometimes into a quarter pirouette, flying change, quarter pirouette. So that's a little bit more when the horse is a little bit more confirmed, kind of fourth level. But again, to make the pirouette, the hind leg has to be super quick or Mm -hmm. you you have to ride it super quick. And then so it kind of depends on the horse if they're okay with this sort of work. So and you can really make them quick. And so that really gets them thinking about, you know, being collected, but also really jumping behind. So that I can really ride forward in the quarter pirouette, do a quick change, and then go, you know, the other way. I think that exercise needs a lot of supervision. So that's I'm thinking mm-hmm. that's not great Agreed. to give the, our listeners to. Um, and the other thing is to do a flying change over a pole, which yep. I think is a great exercise um, to make the almost you know jump over the pole within the flying change it's, you know, it's more like the jumpers really use this sort of stuff for, uh, for teaching their horses flying change. But I think that's one of those exercises that crosses over pretty well into dressage. They just lay a pole on the diagonal and, and you ask for the change over the pole. So the horse must pick up the hind legs. Otherwise they're not going to, they're going to hit that pole And then that kind of gets them thinking a little bit about, about being quicker and smarter. And it keeps them kind of, if a horse is a little lazy into the changes that have having the pole down, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that it's just horse horses, but they get keen over it, and they're like, "Oh, there's a yeah. pole, I'm
2: gonna go over." It. And I then, like it. And then you put yeah.
0: the put that canter flying change aid on, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, I'm gonna." So that's kind of a fun way to to do it. Um, you know, put a couple of poles down on the two diagonals and and do it over the pole, and and see if you can get that horse to kind of pick up those legs and get excited about a flying change. So I think for sure it's all about riding forward to the change.
1: Well, there you have it. Go to horsetipdaily.com for links to today's guests, as well as lots more tips. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of equestriancollections.com and listeners like you. I'll be back again soon with another tip. So until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on horse Tip Daily.